Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. The future has arrived this week in the North American Auto Show in Detroit. All the new concepts, the amazing accessories. Many of them look so cool when you first see them. What a great idea it appears to be. But then just a few months later, perhaps a year or two down the road, something happens and what you thought would be a simple repair. Thousands of dollars for this great idea that you never really thought about. Well, now... I bet you've had some kind of experience like that with some accessory that you bought on a car and you went, oh, my word, here you go. But sometimes, you know, people have problems with something as simple as the door locks. They, they, they might be struggling with the door locks. So, you know, Cadillac had this OnStar for years, and they found it particularly helpful for certain people that had come out with a new product. They had Star. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. We have a soundbite from a special blonde star moment that this poor lady was having trouble with her accessories. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Take a listen. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a blonde star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde star emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes. Now, does your car have automatic locks or... Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay, here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um... The shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yeah, thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's my door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. No, that's Always good. on. Because you're always blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you know what can you say? I, so I, I guess we've all had those entanglements. You know, we call them today accessory anxiety, enhancement exasperation. It was a frill fiasco. How did it happen to you? I know my wife is blonde. I have two blonde daughters. I could be getting a phone call any minute. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, it happens to the best of us. And we got the best person I know to help me with this show today. We got our good friend and Christian body shop guy, Jerry, from Ray's Body Shop. Welcome, Jerry. Hey, great to be here this morning. You know, and hearing that clip, you know, also the record service part of our, our business. <laughs> I can, I believe I've maybe even experienced that before with a customer before. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, what people will get themselves into and just all of a sudden the brain just checks out right it's like those you remember those electric sliding doors on the minivans that uh, oh that looked like the greatest thing since sliced bread but then you know if something didn't work just right they could start slicing yeah <laughs> i'll never ever forget as long as i live and this it really isn't funny but i don't in my memory it's funny <laughs> there was this you know cadillac about i don't know what year it was before they had those sliding doors they used to have the automatic trunk closers 
and it wasn't ever supposed to squish your hand. It was supposed to, you know, if it came in contact with your hand or anything like those doors, it was supposed to immediately release. Supposed to. <laughs> it was supposed to. Well, we had a salesman, a used car salesman. He was showing this sweetest little old lady you've ever seen in your life this <laughs> device. And why he didn't use his own hand, I will never know. <laughs> but apparently it malfunctioned, and the trunk was closing on this lady's hand. She was screaming, and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> we had to go in. It's the same kind of thing. They look like such a great idea. But then how does it mess up? We would love to hear your story. We know you got one. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth accessory anxiety. You know, maybe you remember those electric seatbelts before the airbags. Well, we've got a lot of those. What are good accessories to get? What are the ones that you really should think about? And what are the ones that, boy, you know, you can really find out could cost you a fortune down the road? That's what we're going to talk about today. And, Jerry, we can save people a lot of money, can't we? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you sit there and you think about it, when you sit there and you look at that vehicle and all of those options and it looks so good and so practical, but sometimes you just need to think about what is that going to be doing in 10 years? What is it going to cost me if there's a, a problem down the road? And and even to the, you know, we talked about this off the air before we came on, is also the automobiles that are the, let's say, Robbie Dillmore Custom <laughs> you know, with, with all those accessories added on from a local business, and then um, you start having problems with that, or or in, even in a collision and trying to replace parts. Yeah, so we were coming up with a lot of that, yeah. and then Ford is actually, you know, this is the week of the Detroit Auto Show, the International Auto Show, and Ford has unveiled their new Atlas concept truck, and so we get to peek into the future. We're going to lift up the veil a little bit. And we're going to have Raj Sharkar with Ford. He's Ford's marketing manager for the F-150. He's going to be live from Detroit this morning at the International Auto Show. And then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. We crowd for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Some things in life just can't be improved upon, Jerry. Uh, the more, you know, you, could, you just really can't add more thrills, more frills. We call them the just plain old basics. <laughs> Yet when you get some of those basics out into the light and you stand back and look at them like a diamond, every slight change of the way you look at something like that, you get a new sparkle, a new beauty. It's the many facets. And really, it's such as the case with a with cross of Christ. And, and this week, got me on a trip where I got to see some facets of that diamond that really I, I've never experienced and they simply left me speechless and guess what i get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book hi i'm robbie Dillmore, the christian car guy 35 years in the retail automobile business but more importantly your brother in christ the christian car guy show is changing the way people look at their cars they need to be paid for no debt and cars need tender loving care even if they got a lot of accessories right jerry (laughs) may need a little more care and they need a name like Old Red. You think about it. You see these cars out, or you see tractors. They've been out in the field since the 40s. They're still running. Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. It's a no-brainer. 80% of the fatalities come from people not wearing their seatbelt. And don't speed if you're following Jesus, right? He wouldn't be speeding, and it's estimated that Americans waste, and this number blows people's mind, but I've done the math. It is true. 
Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. How many, real quick with the math here, how many would that be a week? Let me see here. A year. It's a week? Waste. Yeah. Yeah. 200 million times yeah. 52. Wow. I'm guessing that's over 110 million gallons. I don't know. 200, I don't know. It'd be over 1,000 million. I don't know how that works. A bunch. I don't know a guys. lot of gas. That's a lot of gas. <laughs> so... Anyway, today we're talking about what was your accessory, right, aggravation. What got under your skin? We've got Ray. Well, no, we've got him, Raj, coming up in the, in the, at the top. But we need to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And, of course, we always want to mention the website, christiancarguy.com. And there you're going to find some really cool pictures of some of these accessories and the latest articles, if you don't get a chance to listen to the end of the show and you're wondering what are some of those accessories I need, what I don't need, what is Ford coming out with in this new Atlas? You didn't get to hear it. you got to go into Walmart. You can go back and get the podcast later at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as find out all about the Jesus' Labor Love, free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. It's the repair labor, not the parts. And there's a form you can fill out for that type of help. Or if you want to volunteer, got a really cool volunteer out of Albuquerque, New Mexico this, this week. So if you want to volunteer on our prayer team or anything like that, it's a big deal, isn't it, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's plenty of areas to volunteer. You don't need to have the service center. You don't need to, to think it's going to take a lot of time. Just, you know, log on and uh, get with Robbie, and there's some opportunities. If it's no more than just praying for those people that need that ministry and praying for those people's that are providing it or just going out and using those service centers that are giving their time that they're able to generate income to help pay for their ministry. And I got to tell you, the people that are on that prayer list get to see the miracles that happen every week as these come in the situations that I look at and I go, wow, what in the world are we going to do with this? And then, you know, we follow up, we have a, a master sheet that shows where all the cars are that are being repaired and you get a chance to follow and see what God's doing with the Jesus Labor Love Program. So that's really cool, and we would love for you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out all about it. It's all under the Jesus Labor Love page now. Guess what? When we come back, we're going to be live from Detroit. What about this new Ford Atlas? What are some accessories you need, what you don't need? And, oh, we get to look at all these facets of the cross. It's going to be an amazing show. I'm so excited about it. Absolutely. And you call us. It's always an amazing show, Robbie. (laughs) Always. 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four. You're the ones that make it amazing. Call us. What about this new Ford Atlas? Do you think it's going to be a Jetson Mobile? We're going to find out. We've got Raj Shankar here. He's the marketing manager for the Ford F-150. He's live in Detroit. Welcome, Raj. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. We are excited. Now, I have seen some of the press on this on this Atlas, and it does have some Jetson-ish-like <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Am we I, do have some pretty neat innovations on here. Am I understanding that somehow or another it's got these, like, skirts that come down to cover the wheels and the grill closes and all this stuff to make it super aerodynamic? No, that's exactly right. The, uh, the concept has some key active aerodynamic features. So 
The grill, as you mentioned, uh, the grill shutters close when you get to higher speeds to improve aero. And then it's got a drop-down front air dam. So, again, at speed, that can be lowered to improve airflow underneath the truck. But then at lower speeds or off-road, it tucks back up so it doesn't reduce the ground clearance. And then one of the great features is definitely the uh, active wheel shutters. So the spokes get closed out, again, at speed to improve airflow over the wheels. So some really neat active aerodynamic elements. That is really amazing. And all that, and, and a lot of people don't realize this, but I know you do, Raj, that like 90% of the power required to drive a car at highway speeds is pushing air. So simply doing these things can radically affect the gas mileage. And I understand you're getting two miles per gallon better on the highway with this, just using these features versus not using them. Am I right? Well, they do contribute exactly to uh, actually two or more uh, improvement on MPGs. So, and you're absolutely correct. Aerodynamics plays a huge role in overall fuel efficiency, and particularly when we're talking about trucks because of the large frontal area. So elements that we can use to improve the aero flow uh, really do help on efficiency. Now, as a as a, somebody who has pulled a trailer in his life a time or two, <laughs> this is some of the neatest stuff that I saw that just jumped out at me. This dynamic hitch, anybody who's ever tried to hook up a really heavy something to a trailer, I mean, heavy trailer to a truck. Can you explain? I looked at it, and I was like, what in the world is that, and how does that work? Yeah, sure. No, dynamic hitch assist, I mean, this is a, a really great feature because for anyone who has hooked up a, a trailer to their truck, they know how tricky it can be when you're backing up and you're trying to line up the ball and the hitch, and particularly if you're on your own. You know, you get the truck back a little bit, you think you're close, you have to hop out, go take a look, try to shift the trailer around. Well, with dynamic hitch assist, it uses this 8-inch screen in the uh, center stack, and it's got your rear-view camera on it, but it has dynamic guidelines. So as you're backing up, the lines move with your steering to help you line that ball and hitch up in an active manner as you back up, and you can see everything very clearly on the screen. So even if you're doing it all by yourself, you're going to be able to line everything up perfectly in one go. So it's, uh, it's really a, a huge time-saving aid and really simplifies that whole part of the process. Yeah, and it's like you're refueling your F-18, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like that. You know, when you're trying to line up with something at speed, I mean, that's so cool. And then also, you know, it never fails. When you're not used to pulling a trailer and then you go to back up the first time, it takes your brain how long to figure out that when you go left, you go right now. How does that exactly work again? <laughs> but you well, guys... <laughs> yeah, this is our, our trailer backup assist concept and, uh, and honestly one of my personal favorites. You know, when we talk to customers and even experienced trailer towers, I mean, backing up is always a, a very intimidating experience, particularly when you think about, you know, bringing your boat out and you're on the boat ramp, everyone's watching, everyone's waiting. You know, it just heightens the anxiety. And uh, this feature basically has a knob inside allows you to steer the trailer exactly where you want it to go. So you take your hands off of the truck steering wheel and let the truck do the work, and you just use a small knob to steer the trailer into whatever spot you want it to be, and the truck will do everything else for you. So, uh, you know, you talk about a... You know, taking the anxiety out of the equation, this is a, a pretty amazing idea for how to do that. Yeah, I, it sounds like what they've done is a way to disengage Robbie's brain. 
<laughs> so if we get Robbie out of the picture, we might can back this thing up. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm going to tell on myself here a really old story, and there may be somebody in Texas that is really going to get mad at me in a minute. But that's okay. <laughs> you, you, you owe. I owe you for years of this, whatever. But probably 40 years ago, actually, Raj, I was moving from Texas to um, Colorado. And I had my wife's car behind a U-Haul, and it, this was a 30-foot U-Haul, and then my wife had a 77 Grand Prix, and I know, Raj, you sound too young to know what that was, but it was roughly 85 feet long. <laughs> 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 and so it was in the middle of the night. It was in the middle of the night. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but when you've got one of these cars that you're towing behind you, you probably remember, Jerry, you can't back up because the wheels on the car will go the wrong direction, and i.e. what we're talking about. So we decided that we, for whatever reason, my brain disengaged and I decided I needed to make a U-turn in the middle of this highway in the middle of the night right at the bottom of this hill because I wanted to go back into town to see if I could find a hotel because I was getting sleepy. Only works if it's a 16-lane highway. And it was not a 16-lane <laughs> highway. And so here I am in this huge truck. And as I go to make the turn, the only thing I can, there's a wooden billboard that's in front of the truck. Right. And it's, and it's there. And I look up and the whole, my whole rig is across the highway at the bottom of this hill. And I look up and oh my word, there's a car coming straight at us. Now this is when I needed dynamic something. <laughs> <laughs> that would have helped you out a lot. It sounds like I looked in my rear view mirrors all the way to Colorado thinking the billboard police. <laughs> oh my word i'll never forget it so this is stuff that really it can save lives well you know from our perspective we spend a lot of time with customers and we're always talking to them about you know what can we do to help them be more productive what can we help them um, be more confident behind the wheel and that's a lot of where our innovation ideas come from and and that's exactly where both of these, the dynamic hitch assist and the trailer backup assist, it's where both of those ideas came from. It's from our customers. Well, Raj, I'm curious. You work with this stuff all the time. What are you most excited about that you've seen in this new Atlas? Well, no doubt those those trailer tow features are, are big ones. I'm also a, a big fan, actually, of our 360-degree uh, camera. And basically, again, anyone who's driven trucks knows, you know, when you're in a tight job site, or, I mean, even, you know, tough suburban environment, it's uh, maneuvering a truck in those spaces can be, can be pretty tricky, and uh, especially when you don't want to tap any of the vehicles around you. But this camera gives you a, a bird's-eye view, essentially, of everything around the truck, so in front and back and on both sides. So it's really uh, a huge benefit for maneuvering in those types of situations. So uh, another really neat innovation um, and again, one that, you know, when we talk to truck customers, we know how tricky, you know, those types of situations can be. So this is something that will help out a lot of people. So Raj, this is the Atlas that we're talking about, but I know every listener out there is going, okay, okay, okay. When we, we've got to run, but can you give us any sneak preview on when we might start to see these features in production models? <laughs> Well, we can't talk about specific timing, but what I'll tell you is that the Atlas concept and a lot of these concept innovations, they're things that uh, we are looking at very closely to bring the consumers in. in the uh, we got to run. Thank you so much, Raj. We got a lot more show coming at you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss. We might play the Blonde Star thing again for those of you who missed it. Stay tuned. 
I could while away the hours Conferring with the flowers Consulting with the rain And my head I'd be scratching While my thoughts were busy hatching If I only had a brain I'd unravel every riddle For any individual In trouble or in pain With the thoughts you'd be thinking You could be another Lincoln If you only had a brain Accessory anxiety, enhancement, exasperation, frill, fiasco. It seems like such a great idea on paper. And, and of course, a lot of these advancements we just talked about, they, they will be really cool and hopefully will save a lot of money and time and all that. But you got to, things don't always work out as was originally described <laughs> by the, we were talking during the break, you know, I remember when we sold the Pontiac Transport. And I don't know if you remember those, but they look like a giant dustbuster. <laughs> that was the best way to describe one. And they had a front windshield on them that was, a, you know, about the size of a small house. And <laughs> so they're concerned the factory, you know, it looked so cool. They thought it was going to look like the space shuttle. We're going to sell a million of these things. And they put all this filters, all these infrared filters in that glass to keep the heat from, you know, overheating the cabin. They thought, and when we were selling the car, we went into all the space edge technology that was in this, da 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 what we did not know was that the windshield was going to cost $1,200 to replace. And so the net result of that was people couldn't afford the insurance on their transport because a lot of windshields got broke, right, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And these are the things. What did you experience like that in your life? What are the accessories that are great that, man, this is the best thing I've ever had? And what are the ones that, boy, you really need to think about before you get that on your car? We would love to hear from you, 866 Three four truth eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Jerry, you're dealing with these things every day. Yeah, you know, you you would think that, you know, it seems like such a great idea, but you have to sort of think a little bit further out. I mean, think a few years out. I mean, all the stuff that's being described by Ford, you know, we've get this new technology that comes in, and all of a sudden it increases the cost if you're in a collision. Let's just say because that's what at the end of it I deal with. All of a sudden, you know, it's just like we were talking and I've talked about before where you get the the Cadillac and also the Lincoln came out with the air suspension and stuff. Then you have a car that's eight years old. At at five years, you quit carrying collision insurance on it. You're in a rear-end collision, and you think, well, three or $4,000, I can repair it and get it back on the road, but it damaged that suspension, that air ride suspension, and all of a sudden that repair is $7,000. So you need to also factor in the fact that you get all of these, all this technology, you'll probably want to have an increased cost for you because you're going to need to carry collision for a longer term on that vehicle. And, you know, sometimes you even get cars that every area will have where a dealer, like if Robbie Dillmore's Chrysler has the Robbie Dillmore Special Edition or Sport Edition where they go and, and, and somebody local puts all these add-ons on the vehicle and sometimes even altering the the way the body is and then you're in an accident and they picked up parts from who knows where and trying to replace that's almost an impossible task plus insurance companies don't necessarily unless you've contacted your agent and your company and told them about all these add-ons and and things that aren't factory equipment on it they may not even cover it during a collision right and that's and hopefully they didn't paint it a different color yeah, oh, or, yeah. or, or they added stripes that were, you know, and so where do you replace that stripe when it's on the right side, but it's not on the left side or they added trim 
that, again, wasn't factory trim, so, and now this dealer's out of business, and all those things are things to think about when you go about getting that so-called special edition. You know, my father used to say, actually, it was kind of funny, I had a, what they called an El Lobo because we lived in New Mexico, and the New Mexico Lobos, and I had an El Lobo Gremlin. My father had a special sticker made, and, and all that was great. Until, you know, 20 years later, until somebody wanted to recreate it. you drove to North Carolina <laughs> and bumped it up and needed to replace it. I mean, sort of, you know, everybody remember the Chattanooga Customs. We did the vans and the trucks and stuff. And I'll tell you what, in the 70s and early 80s, they were very popular. Boy, they were a nightmare when they came into the collision industry because and when they, they came into a shop. Ah. Paint? Yeah. That was all over those. And then there was the trim packages. And none of and them looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's some fascinating things out there, though, just on this subject, that a lot of people would think, and I, and I found this out, you know, just being in the business, that like power windows, for example, you know, that's an accessory. And a lot of people, uh, you don't have any idea if you're a salesman, how many people come in and go, no, I don't want them power windows because if I go in the lake, I might not make it. <laughs> you know, I can't get the window down. Because the, <laughs> that's a fear that a lot of people, they really have, you know, but... It's, it's an interesting thing. Old Red has cranked down windows. And and so, and I always like cranked down windows. And I thought, you know, why do people's houses not have electric windows? They put them in their car. So when I was with, at the Chrysler Styling Dome one time, I asked one of the engineers, because a PT Cruiser came out, and it didn't offer a manual window. And I said, why don't you have manual windows on the PT Cruiser? On, let's keep the price down. He goes, Robbie, you don't understand. It's a whole lot less expensive to build a door with a power window than it is with manual windows because there's so much more metal involved in the regulator and all that stuff that goes into a manual window that it's actually less expensive to build them all with power windows and be consistent that they all are built with power windows and have two different configurations. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that'd be the case, but yeah, I mean when they're looking at it from 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 their perspective, it's things that you wouldn't even factor in. I mean it's the you know the weight factor plays into it and, and well, you can think about a time when you go on a car lot and you would have to ask for a vehicle with air conditioning. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. And that. so, you know, but that, that's part of what comfort. So we got power door locks. We talked about that with the blonde star, but with power door locks, a, a lot of people get these alarm systems. And this is another place that the dealers get people into trouble because they add these crazy systems yeah. that shut off the ignition. And I, you, I cannot begin to tell you, and I'm sure you too, Jerry, of the people that came in and some dealer had added something, you know, three owners ago and nobody knew, had a clue why this car wouldn't start, but that was a ignition interrupt system of some kind. Yeah. And then, and then they have disabled all the factory stuff and it's just, you know, it's a very expensive transition back to what it is supposed to be there. And so it's just those things you just need to really investigate and think about the future and, and what the cost is going to be. Because it'll add up in a hurry. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with new technology, but just be aware of what it can, what it's going to do, and and how is that technology going to change? I mean, how many cars you sit in that don't have a, can't use their center console because they have those big phones sitting in there where you open up their center console right. and still has the phone mounted in there, and you can't take it out unless you change your whole center console of the vehicle. You know, it's just those little subtle things that you wouldn't think about. That's something to think about, but. Again, as promised, I wanted to play the Blonde Star thing again. For those who didn't hear it in the first segment, this is the kind of stuff that happens with accessory aggravation. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004, between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star Emergency, this is Steve. Is there 
an emergency in your vehicle. I've locked myself in my car, and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up, and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes. Now, does your car have automatic locks, or? Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay, here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. The shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yeah, thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's my door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. No, that's Always it. on. Because you're always blonde. All right. Well, as I feared, there's a phone call <laughs> coming in from a lady. It may have to do with this blonde star thing, but we want to hear from you. What was your accessory and, you know, aggravation? 866-348-7884. I think we actually have my mom, which she was a little bit blonde. Would Mom, would you say? or? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit blonde. <laughs> What you my, got for us? My story um, took place after we bought a used car. It was about two or three years old. It was, I believe, a Buick LeSabre. And we had just come to Tennessee, and we were going to go see Opryland Hotel, which is this big tourist attraction. And so we got into the parking lot and locked up the car and went off. And when we came back, I don't know what we did, but we set off the car alarm, and we had no idea the car had an alarm. <laughs> Always a challenge. So we're we have to find the uh, manual and find what to do to turn off the car alarm, and talk about sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot day in Tennessee. Would have been a good time and we're for both saying, No, it must be here. It must be here. <laughs> and we couldn't get that alarm off. And I thought, everybody must be running to our rescue because our car is being stolen. Nobody even turned around and looked. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, eventually we found out how to turn it off. And the funny thing is, I don't believe it ever happened again. Well, you know, and one of the things, a lot of the alarm systems, when your battery starts to go dead in your car, it automatically sets off the alarm because the sensors can't return to the alarm system. And so these people will be sitting in their garages their car's going off the alarm. It's it's a, it's a struggle, but that's those are the things. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate you calling in. That's a great You're story. Welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Now, I know that brought a story to your mind, and we would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And while you're getting that dialed, I'm going to move on to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for discernment. Lift up our voice for understanding. Now, some things in life, as Jerry and I have talked about, you know, the basic stuff is just, it's awesome. And But when you get back and look at it in the light, you get to see facets of it that you've never even dreamed were there. And such is certainly the case with the cross of Christ. And this week I certainly, you know, I got a chance to experience that. God took me on a trip. As you know, I've been talking about this book for, you know, two months, this communing with the triune God and it, it, it was the reason that I was intrigued by the book. It was how do you commune with God individually, with God the Father, God 
Jesus Christ, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, both individually and collectively, how do you do that? And so when I started on the book, started my journey, I started making a note of every time I saw a way that he was indicating that you could commune with God, because I wanted to come back afterwards and say, okay, here's all the different ways you can commune with God. These are the ways you commune with God the Father, and I would have it in my notes specifically. So, so far, I'm about three-quarters of the way through the book. I've got 30 of those isolated, and they're outlined like that. Well, I'm in Jesus right now. That's the part of the book I'm in. And this would seem like a no-brainer, and that's what I thought when I first came across it. I said, okay, one of the ways you communion with God is through communion. <laughs> and I was like, Robbie, engage your brain here. Of course. Why didn't you? You know that? You would think that'd be first on the list, but it wasn't. It's way down here around 30th. And so I started to think about this communion, and John Owen takes you places with this that I had just never really anticipated. And he starts talking about the blood of Christ. And he starts to show that blood in a way that I never really had looked at it. And this is part of the, 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 the aspects of that. He started talking about that Jesus' blood was a gift. It was given to you. There was not something you did to earn it. And we understand that that's grace, unmerited favor. But that, that blood was a gift. But it was also an act of service because he was on the cross actually giving that to you. And as I heard that act of service, my mind immediately went to our pastor and well-known author, Gary Chapman at, at Calvary Baptist church wrote a wonderful book, the five love love languages, the way that we could interact with each other. But I never thought about that. God loves us in all five love languages. And if you've read the book, you know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to go over those love languages for you and then look back at the cross from a standpoint because once I got into this, I said, let me look at the cross from a standpoint of the five love languages. And the five love languages are, number one, it's gifts. And so we talked about the gift and the acts of service. We talked about that. Another of the love languages is quality time. And another one is words of affirmation. And the point being that different people speak different love languages. In my case, you could you know, give me all the gifts you want, but really all you have to do to fill my love tank is to tell me you love me. Words of affirmation mean everything to Robbie. G gifts are not my love language. Well, my daughter, she speaks that gifts thing. She will pour out gifts to you, and what she's trying to do is show you that she loves you. You want to get my daughter's love tank filled? Give her a gift. Other people, it's quality time. You can give them all the acts of service, but Gary Chapman himself talks about in order to show his wife he loves him, he vacuums. By vacuuming, it fills his wife's love tank, you know, however that it works. But these are the five love languages. Well, it's cool when you think about this from a standpoint is how does, obviously we all speak all five love languages, but one of these languages is the one that really speaks to your heart individually. And God is coming after you at the cross in one of these five love languages. So, interestingly, at the cross, according to John Owen, what did Jesus say? What were his words of affirmation? Well, think about it. What did he say? Well, I went back and I looked at those words, and one of the things he said is, right, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then he said, truly I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Now talk about words of affirmation. Oh, my soul. We got four more languages to talk about in the Christian Car Guy, and we haven't even heard from you. So you call us with your aggravation, 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. You're going to want to hear the rest of these love languages. Oh, my soul.
what are the five love languages possibly that were spoken to you individually spoken to me at the cross how did god express his love it's all so amazing as you sit back and look at this diamond i really can't even begin to plow the depths of it but i thought i always like to just take a few swipes at it and we were talking about that the different love languages that gary chapman outlined in his book were the gifts which we talked about was the gift of blood and the act of service which certainly that was an act of service to go to the cross for me. I mean, to pay the price for my sin. I mean, that was the act of service so that I could be free from guilt. But how about quality time? Because that's one of the five love languages. Well, John Owen actually took me back to the cross and said, here, look backwards. God was spending time with you 2000 years ago on the cross. That was for your sin. He was dying those hours on the cross between heaven and earth because he was you know, earth couldn't hold him, and the sky was black because it didn't know what to do with the situation as the Son of God was laying there dying on the cross. That's what time he was spending with you. Amazing. And it continues to through the time. Holy Spirit, I mean. Oh, yeah. And so we talked about the words of affirmation, but the one that was challenging me, and actually John Owen didn't get into, but since I was there and I knew I had four of the love languages, I figured God had to speak in physical touch, which that's you know, one of the five love languages. And I thought, do you think, do you personally think that Jesus touched you at the cross? Did he touch you at the cross? Well, let's look at the evidence. All right. Jesus gave his touch in the Bible, gave sight to the blind. Can you see? <laughs> Can you see the things Jesus is showing you? He touched the ear of the high priest servant, right? And he was healed. Can you hear? Did Jesus touch your ears? He cleansed the leper. Have you been cleansed? And he raised the dead with a touch. The evidence is, is right there that you got all five love languages at the cross, I'm telling you. And the touch may be the one that just really grips my soul. But we are talking about accessories and aggravation, and we got Jane is in Ames, Iowa. She's got a story for us before we close. Jane, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Wonderful. Thank you. Those are wonderful thoughts about the cross. That, that was just wonderful. I love your show, and thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm excited. What have you got for us? Well, I've got two stories. I'll tell you the first one is kind of a funny one. That My niece, uh, my husband's niece and her mother and grandmother were driving on a trip to Minneapolis, and she had a car that had the voice that tells you that the key's in the ignition <laughs> yeah. or the light is still on. Or oh, yeah, the one that talks like to you. That. And it broke. Um, it, it froze, but it, it thought the door was open. So the whole way up there, three hours or more, driving all the way up there, your door is open. <laughs> the door is open. <laughs> they said they just about lost their mind. <laughs> that is funny. Well, that was a good one. That was a good one. And then the second one, we had a car that did not have, we bought it um, uh, without the cruise control on it, and we had the dealer put cruise control on it oh. before we bought it. So it was not factory installed cruise control. And we were on our way to a wedding in eastern Iowa. Fortunately, we'd left lots of time. And we started out on our trip, and we were so excited. This is a young man that had turned his life from crime and had begun to go to church, became a Christian, and met a Baptist girl, and they were getting married. We were so excited going to this wedding. 
And so we were driving down the road, and my husband's starting to notice that when he brakes, the cruise control wouldn't go off. Uh-oh. And so we're, we're going on to a two-lane road across to eastern Iowa, and we realize we are stuck at 55 miles an hour. And there are places where you have to slow down to go through towns and things like that. So we, we got through uh, the towns with just hold, hoping that our brakes would hold up. And then we finally noticed there was a car dealership on the right, and it was a Saturday morning. So we were hoping they were open, but even Jane, if we got to go. So how? What happened? Well, we 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 had to turn the car off and roll into the dealership. Oh. And they, they gave us a loaner car for the day. All right. And it's. It well, we got to go, Jane. I'm like so sorry, but I am so glad you called in and shared those stories. Love and your show. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jane. And. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And, uh, Jerry, thank you for being with us. Jerry from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service here in Winston-Salem. Great morning. And you know what, Robbie? Every morning, like you just started out, it's a special show. Every show is special because God has something in store every time we come on air. There it goes. Take some time looking at those facets of God's wedding ring to you. This week, it's the cross. How cool is that? You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.